Welcome to Women Winning It Writing Podcast Show. I am your host, Chelsea McCoy, and this is the show where we talk about all things writing and all things editing from a woman's perspective. This show is brought to you by Your Writing Table, where we help you tell your story your way in your words. This show has been developed to discuss the behind the scenes of the book writing journey and the writer's experience. We talk about things like what inspired you, what was your writing or your creative process like, did you experience writer's block? And we also talk about editing experiences. So we dive into so many different topics and more. Our goal is to provide inspiration, motivation, encouragement, and to break down the myth that writing a book is impossible. If this is your first time joining us, again, my name is Chelsea. I am a published author, editor, and the owner of Your Writing Table, which provides full-service book writing, consulting, editing, and publishing services. I've been writing and editing for over 20 years, and I promise you I eat, sleep, and breathe writing and editing. Like, it's my second language, y'all. For all our returning listeners, thank you so much for being a part of our podcast family. We appreciate you, and we thank you for all the support. The questions that you've been sending in for topic suggestions and all the positive feedback. Keep them coming, y'all, because we love it. Thank you, last but not least, to all of our partners who support us financially and help us to continue creating quality content while providing a platform for women writers to share their writing journey, promote their books, their brands, and their businesses. If you would like to be a partner, please click on the link at the end of the episode notes for more information. And now let's get into today's episode. Welcome, listeners. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Women Winning at Writing. And of course, we have another fabulous woman who is doing what? She's winning at writing. Hello. So how many of y'all have some young people in your lives? And when I say young people, I'm talking like our tweens, the ones that haven't made the teenager uh, list yet. And of course our teens. And so I've got a daughter who just came out of the teens. She just turned 20 actually. And you know, because mom is a writer, she kind of reads some of my stuff, but she kind of doesn't. And then I have my tween, my youngest son who is 12. He'll be 13 first part of next year. And he loves reading my books. He, um, you know, he loves reading period. And so the question always becomes, what's appropriate for your kids to read and what's not? Or when do you start letting them read the next level of writing? You know, maybe there's a little bit more violence or there's a little bit more um, romance, you know, like when do you start to, you know, let them go to the next level in reading? And so it's important that, you know, we as parents, guardians, teachers, educators, whatnot, that we keep our kids in mind when it comes to what they want to read, and the things they want to experience within the world of writing. So our guest on today is going to talk with us about the YA genre or the young adult genre. She is such a wonderful young lady and an awesome spirit. And she's written a a few books. Let me not say a couple. She's written a few books and she has one that is soon to be released. So I'm going to let her tell you all about it. Without further ado, please help me welcome Miss Dijanae to the show. Welcome Dijanae. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Hi, Baron. Thank you for having me on here. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you for joining us today. And we're just going to dive right in. So please tell us about yourself and your books. 
Yes, thanks. So uh, I am a young adult author. I also actually write children's books as well, uh, but primarily I write young adults. Uh, and so my focus is always to create something that's super engaging and exciting, of course, that really draws people in as they're reading. Mm-hmm. But I also, at the same time, do always create um, stories with the intention of having some very meaningful uh, concepts behind them and themes behind them that are uh, created to inspire and encourage readers. Okay, so what inspired you to write for this specific genre, you know, for young adults? For young adults, particularly, so uh, more than anything, uh, when I think about young adults, you know, it's a very crucial point in people's lives you know it's it's the most dynamic I feel like you know because you're transitioning from being a child to growing up to becoming this full-grown woman or man and so it's just a very interesting point in your life where it's all of a sudden there's so much going on things can feel very chaotic and stressful and all these different things are taking place while you're also maturing into who you will become for the rest of your life. Um, so while dealing with your own internal situations and issues, uh, getting a sense of the world, you're also, you know, basically determining what the rest of your life is going to be like, both in terms of who you are and in terms of the life that you're building. So uh, there's a whole lot going on, and I want to um, help make it all the more uh, pleasant and all the more uh, special with these really enjoyable stories that also do have several uh, very beneficial principles in them. Okay, and that's good to know. So you're you're not just writing for entertainment, but you're also including no. a message. Yes, yes. Usually several messages in each of my books, but yes, absolutely. I love that. So you have written more than one book and you have written in more than one genre. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. So how many books have you written and which genres have you um, written in so far? Yeah. So as far as children's books go, I've uh, published one so far. I have another one that I'm really excited to uh, to publish hopefully pretty soon. I'm hoping next year I will have that published. Um, that story is about uh, a dragon and just encouraging and reminding children that they are unique and that they are special no matter what anybody says about or to them. And then for um, uh, young adult, I do have three books that I've actually published right now. So one is a very short story which is called The Eerie Mystery. Uh, Another one is a book called The Blizzard Secrets, which I'm actually currently in the process of republishing and will be launched September 19th. Okay. um, With several special uh, revamps that took place with that one. Um, And then there is the More Than Conqueror series on the run. The debut book for that series has been published and then that it will also be relaunched soon as well. Oh, wow. Okay. So you've been busy. <laughs> I've been very busy. Yeah. So now what's your, what's your favorite genre or do you have one? My favorite is definitely young adult just because of, um, more on the entertainment sense, just because there's so much going on there, but also because of it's very interesting to see characters in their developmental stages, um, and seeing them, 
transition while getting familiar with their place in whatever community or society that they're in as well. Okay. So tell us about your latest book, the one that's soon to be released. Yeah, so The Blizzard Secrets is a very interesting story, I would say, where it's about this young girl by the name of Daya. She is facing a very challenging point in her life where she's being brought into a brand new stage that she does not personally feel like she's ready for. She's been going through training, but now she's going to end up becoming the commander of the forces of her community. Her community's name is Talibur. Um, and she just she's not sure if she's ready to look after a whole body of people you know, all of the people in her community and to lead the army and everything. And so uh, while she's dealing with that version of inner turmoil and experiencing self-doubt because she's also looking at the people who have come before her, who are these really great and powerful, majestic leaders, she's feeling awfully intimidated. Mm-hmm. She also ends up finding herself caught in a web of lies and deceit where she is extremely where she ends up being um, led to have pause and concern for her people because there is an imminent threat that comes up uh, for her people and so now she has to deal with her own struggles while also needing to rise to uh, rise up to the plate and look after her people and defend them and make sure uh, that she is reinforcing their well-being Oh, wow. Okay. That sounds very interesting. What age group would you say, would you recommend to read this particular book? Oh, I would definitely say 13 and up. Okay, cool. And how did you create and develop the characters for this particular book? Uh, So that boils down to my absolute love and enjoyment of books. So uh, when I'm writing I would say I have a very similar experience to when I'm reading. So for me personally, when it comes down to writing, I get very entrenched in the story. You know, I just completely dive into where it's not so much like um, I'm sitting and I'm writing it necessarily, you know, kind of like from a distance. It's where I tap into... um, a sort of atmosphere where it's like I'm actually there engulfed in the story and seeing the characters and interacting with the characters experiencing what's going on inside of the story and everything from the perspective of whatever character I'm writing in so uh, as far as the characters go and, and developing them that's actually how they end up being developed is basically where I'm witnessing everything that they're doing and how they're engaging with one another mm-hmm. and those sort of things. And then after I finish writing, you know, my first one or two drafts of going through everything, of course, then I, um, I take a step back and look through the story and then, uh, just see what aspects of the characters I want to bring out more, um, which, what particular aspects I want to emphasize more of those different kinds of things. And then I continue to build upon them from there. Oh, wow. Okay. So do you have a favorite character? Because I know sometimes when we are as writers, as creators, creatives and creatives, as we are developing characters and bringing them to life, sometimes we can pick favorites. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This one stood out more than the other one, you know, and not that they're not all good, but this one is my favorite. Do you have one? 
yes, I do. I'd have to say across all of my books I gather, you mean? Um, it could be across all of your books or this one. Okay, so I'll say it's a tie. So it's a tie between um, a character that I have in the More Than Conqueror series, called uh, the first book being on the run, character named Sophie, where she is just extremely strong, um, but she's also very compassionate, and she prioritizes those who she loves and that matters so much to her and she prioritizes family she um, never wants to be selfish she never wants to abuse her abilities or her powers um, and then as far as in was it secrets I'd have to say my favorite character is um, Daya just because for me Daya is very inspirational I feel um, the way that she interacts with other people in her community the way that she handles the difficult situations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I feel is just extremely encouraging you know because we everybody has difficult times that we all face right, right. we always have yeah. all kinds of challenges and everybody I mean imposter syndrome is not something that's unknown to a lot of people mm-hmm. you know it's just something that we, we experience things like that um, especially when it comes down to new stages that we are walking into and that we're stepping into. So when Daya is faced with that kind of situation, I feel like she handled it so inspirationally in that um, she, even though she's human and she has moments like we all do, we all have moments, mm-hmm. she deals with them, but she doesn't let them deter her. She doesn't let them limit her or make her continue to stay down or to um, in the end feel small in the end she basically stands up she brushes herself off as she does what she needs to do hmm. and me that's just that's something that's very inspiring and honestly something that I would like to be like um, so it's kind of like a role model kind of scenario I guess you could say there Yeah, no, I definitely understand that. So when you are writing and you're in your creative zone, you know, like what is your actual writing process? Like how do you, you know, just literally take it from idea to paper? (laughs) Yeah. So and it's funny that you actually word it that way because it really is very much like that for me. Idea to paper. I say that because um, depending on what the story is, I have different kinds of things that create inspiration to start the story mm-hmm. um in the case of the blizzard secrets believe it or not the inspiration came from a, a, a picture that i saw um of a castle that was on a mountain basically and it just looked so mystical and just inviting mm-hmm. and amazing and beautiful that it just made me want to create something wonderful and amazing and beautiful um so it long story short it ended up leading into me writing this story um as far as the process goes i mean it's it's very much just um i will usually have like the lights out it ideally in ideal circumstances it's not always possible but usually i'll turn out the lights I'll sit down, just me and my computer, and whatever it is that I have as 
the source of my inspiration for the story in my mind or in front of me. So like in the case of that particular picture, um, I'll either either have it like in front of me, um, you know, off to the side, or I'll have it like a mental image of it in my mind. And then from there, I'll dive in, you know, mentally into like mm-hmm. the actual setting of the story and being around the characters and seeing them interact with each other and things of that nature. Oh. And then I'll just start writing and going and going and going. And it's basically, for lack of a better way of saying it, it's just like um, just nonstop words that just constantly come out and I just put it all down. And of course, it's so a lot of people may experience, you know, it's just kind of, um, it may be a little bit on the messy side, <laughs> to be completely honest, as mm-hmm. far as, um, you know, putting all of the thoughts and ideas together yeah. and just kind of just getting it all down. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's the way so, it's really supposed to be because you're doing like, yeah. a, like a brain dump. <laughs> Yes, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. That's exactly what it's like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'll go through that whole process and it's super fun. And sometimes I'll think, oh my gosh, that, that's not worded properly at all. I need to fix that. So, no, 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 no. Just gotta just keep going. Just keep going. I'll go back later. Right, yeah. But, yeah. That's so cool. And I love that because, um, yeah, I do encourage you know, everyone to, who's a writer, please do yourself a favor and do a brain dump. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, yeah. 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 Do yourself a favor. Do that because it releases those things that you've been like holding on to, you know, and it doesn't have to be in order. It doesn't even have to make sense. It's just the ideas. And then you can take those ideas and expand, you know, if you choose to, you know, because mm-hmm. you may decide later, I don't even want to talk about that. But at least the whole book is still there. You're just cutting out that particular idea. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah. I. I love that you said that. And that is such such a a, a great process um, to use when you're working on your, you know, your draft in the very beginning. So I love to share fun facts with our listeners um, about our writers. So here's give us a fun fact. When you're in your writing and your creative zone, what is one thing that you must have? Uh, So one thing that I must have would have to be it's not exactly the most fun fact per se but ideally for me have to have as much tranquility as possible so you know like not any sort of stress or a whole lot of noise going on and whatnot and time Time, (laughs) just time completely just to myself doing that like I mentioned I'll usually just completely turn up the lights um during the time period that I wrote um one of my series that's going to be um, that's going to continue coming out more than conquerors. I would actually stay up from maybe maybe like around 10 p.m. to like two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, and just with lights out and just write for all of that time, oh, day wow. in and day out. Yeah, like that. That's just ideal for me because it just it blocks out all and any possible distractions. Not to say that there's there may even necessarily be like a whole lot of stuff going on around me while I'm writing, but just like I said, when I'm writing, I'm just so um, entrenched in the actual story that I don't even want like any visual distractions of things around me. Like I just, I just want to mentally see the story. That's really it. So that's why those kinds of settings are just ideal for me when I'm writing personally. Yeah, no, I love that. And you know, everybody's, creative process is different right 
And so for you, it's like you said, it's lights out and it's quiet for someone else. Um, I've had ladies say they need music, you know, um, mm-hmm. and I know I was laughing because just the other day I had my music on and I had to hurry up and switch it from my really entertaining music to like piano or classical because if it's too entertaining I'll forget about writing and I'll start dancing (laughs) I'll start singing singing to the music because oh that's my song that's my song (laughs) you know and I'm like wait you're supposed to be writing or you know (laughs) so yeah that's that's too funny well thank you so much for being our guest on our show today before we close out um, please tell the listeners how they can connect with you and how they can get a copy of your current books and when the new book will be released for uh, for purchase. Yes, absolutely. So you can find me uh, online as well as on Instagram. My name on Instagram is just Dijanae Creations. That's D for Delta, J-A-N for November, E for Echo, E for Echo, and the word Creations. Um, and my website is pretty much the same thing. It's DeChaneCreations.com. Um, you can go on there to see any updates from me. Um, I even have a newsletter uh, for the upcoming The Blizzard Secrets that has all kinds of special uh, bonus features and bonus content that's not included in the book that's in that newsletter as well as special surprise gifts for everyone not just for some people but literally for anyone who chooses that they want to select it or that they want to um, receive it Uh, and then there's also even a special giveaway happening in that newsletter so if you'd be interested definitely go ahead and sign up there you'll see information about it all across all my things on my website on social media you'll see it everywhere um And you can, of course, find my books on Amazon. Awesome. Well, congratulations again on the upcoming book. And of course, congratulations on all the books that you've written thus far. And I'm just, I'm really, really excited to hear more from you. And, um, you know, just wishing you all the best. Thank you again for being on our show. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And thank you very much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Definitely. Well, listeners, until next time. Oh, before I close us out. Hello. I will make sure to put all of Dijanae's connect information in the episode notes. Duh. See, y'all almost let me forget that. See? All right. Okay. Now we can close out. Keep winning at writing, listeners. Okay? And we just appreciate y'all so much for tuning in. Thank you. Until next time, everyone be blessed. Bye for now.